Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be covering the last two episodes of Young, Famous, and African, episodes 8 and 9. So if you haven't watched the episodes and you want to watch them before you listen to this, stop this now, go watch the shows, and then you can come back and and listen to the episodes. So full disclosure, I'm going to try my best to make this fun <laughs> because my first recording got deleted. So... I know only of episode eight, I haven't actually done the next episode yet. So at least that will be fresh for me. But I'm going to try to make this as fun as possible. Try to keep everything in that I said last time and uh, and go from there. Okay, so season two, episode eight, Gloves Off. So we're back with the proposal. And in this moment, you're kind of like Kaylee, very confused as to what actually happened. Because although we know that he is going to be doing the quote unquote trailer proposal, um, you're still very unsure as to whether or not this was a real proposal because it came across as very real. And the setting that he had, his backdrop to this trailer proposal was absolutely gorgeous. You kind of see the water, I guess, is it ocean? No. Let me not say that out loud. Because <laughs> like I mentioned in my previous recording that obviously you guys are not going to be listening to, um, my boyfriend is South African. He's not from Cape Town, but he he is South African. So um, if I act like an ignorant dum-dum, <laughs> he might hear this and then tell me I'm a dum-dum. Anyway, the beautiful body of water. <laughs> and you see the mountains. And um, it's absolutely gorgeous. And I'm just thinking, dude, when you actually do decide to propose to her, like, you're going to have to somehow figure out a way to top this. And I don't know how you top this. Again, if you haven't watched the episode and you just want to see that view, it's just, it was amazing. But, um, so yeah, she's confused. We're confused. Everybody's confused as to what has happened in this moment. But she says yes to whatever it is. She does say yes to something. Um, So then we're with Fantana and Rosette. And of course, they're talking about Diamond and and what Zari has been saying about Fantana. And again, like they have been kind of going back and forth with each other. Fantana did start it, but they are kind of going back and forth with each other at this point. And, um, it's not a great time for anybody. Um, and then Diamond, uh, he does show up. And yeah, he does show up. But what I did mention in the last episode, in the last recording that I'll mention now, so it'll make sense for in a, in a few minutes, is that. So she, Rosette ends up saying to Fantana, doesn't Diamond have a girlfriend? And Fantana says, like, I don't think he does. He hasn't told me he does. So this is going to come back. And then um, Fantana Fantana ends up telling Diamond what happened 
with everything that's been happening, Mazzari and all of that, but she does confront Diamond about whether or not he has a girlfriend. So at first, he doesn't really deny anything. But then he does eventually deny to having a girlfriend. So it's like he's trying to think about how do I navigate this. Um, But you can clearly see that on his social media that he is definitely showing somebody off. Showing a girl off. But Fantana decides to believe him. And I'm just like... No, 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 no. You shouldn't be believing him. But she also, as I mentioned also in my previous recording, that she kind of takes, you can kind of tell she's taking the stance of that is not my problem. That's her problem that I'm involved with her man. That's kind of the stance she's taking. And I did kind of say, kind of went on my soapbox a little bit as well, that women have to stop doing this. And whoever needs to hear this, if a man has a girlfriend or fiance or wife, whatever, or you suspect he might, or you're being told he might, you need to stay completely out of that situation. You have no business being in that situation. I come from experience of being the woman that is supposed to be in this relationship with the man. And there's a woman coming in and putting herself into my situation. I come from this experience. So it's, it's just, it's not okay. You shouldn't be doing that. And I think especially Fantana, she has so much going for her. She does have this guy, whether or not she maybe likes him or doesn't like him, although their date did go well. You have this guy, Lewis, who's probably so much better for you. And what ends up happening that a lot of us women do, especially in our 20s, when we want to be with the quote-unquote bad guy, and we always want a little bad. (laughs) I have a pause there. But yeah, no, just it's just not okay when I see women doing this just so they can get attention from a man who doesn't really deserve it and diamond does not deserve it and also don't get involved in someone else's relationship either women should be sticking together not breaking each other apart and i just i i you hope for more in the year 2023 but nonetheless here we are so um so then Kaylee and Delay, Annie and Siba, they meet up and they're talking and Kaylee is explaining what happened or what maybe didn't happen um, with this trailer proposal that Naked did. And she says like she is very confused. She doesn't know exactly what happened. And they're asking, oh, show us the ring. Well, there's no ring. There's absolutely no ring. And um, so, yeah, Kaylee doesn't think it's real. And you're actually very happy that she's starting to think like that because you don't want her to think it's real and then get her heart broken by finding out it's actually not real. But again, you're still very confused and she's still very confused, but her mind is telling her that it's probably not real. It's not a real proposal. So then we're with Zari, Lewis, and Connie. And they're talking about this whole, again, talking about the whole situation between Zari and Fantana. And Zari says that she wants to confront Diamond about what he may or may not have said. Well, he did he did say, you know, Zari was having a child with me. He did tell her this. He does tell Fantana this. So she does want to talk to him about that. 
And she says that she wants everyone to be there when she does confront Diamond. So then we're with Angela and Rosette, and they're talking about his potentially getting back together with Siba. And Rosette, right off the bat, takes a real big gulp of champagne because she is just not here for this. She's not pleased by any of this. But she does say to him, well, you do you. And like I mentioned in a previous episode, if you didn't listen to that episode, we can very much see that Rosette is still in love with Andalay. And she kind of feels like, why is he always focusing on other people, but he isn't focusing on me? What is it about me that he's ignoring when, like, I'm making it clear, or maybe not like clear, clear, but she's trying to show him, like, hi, it's me. Like, try me. <laughs> you know, but um, we do find out here that Siba does feel that Rosette is the reason that her and Andale's relationship fell apart. Now, I didn't mention before because there really wasn't much there, but Andale and Siba do talk separately themselves. And they are kind of talking about the idea of them being together. And she does tell him, Siba does tell him, like, you need to talk to Rosette. You need to figure that out because I don't want a repeat of what happened in our previous relationship to happen again. So, yeah. So it's kind of it with the conversation between Andale and Rosette. But with this conversation that he had with Rosette, he's now starting to second guess his decision to potentially be with Siba. So you see, he's starting to think a little differently. And you're also thinking to yourself, this man doesn't know what the fuck he wants. But I remember thinking, I think he should be with Rosette. There's something about her that there's nothing wrong with Siba, but there's just something about his dynamic with, with Rosette. And I'm like, you guys are already best friends. And that is the foundation you want in a relationship. You want to be best friends with the person that you're with. So I'm, I'm like, you guys are already in a step in the right direction. So why not? But anyway, we'll see how that turns out. We do get an answer to that though. We will get an answer to that um, in this half actually. So then we're with Kaylee and Naked. And she asks him like, what happened? What was this? And he tells her, well, Kaylee was a trailer proposal. And Kaylee, like the rest of the world, wants to know what the hell is a trailer proposal. And she decides, I'm going to Google this. And, well, wouldn't you know, Google says that it does not exist. It didn't yield any search results. And I mean, I feel like even if she asked Jeeves, Jeeves wouldn't even know either. And with that reference, I just dated myself. So, but yeah. Um, so he tells her that he is not ready for the real proposal, the real thing. And he says this is why he did the trailer proposal. And I believe he does explain to her what a trailer proposal is in his mind. Because again, this has been made up. Um, and I remember just thinking, please stop saying trailer proposal because, sir, it does not exist. So she does ask him, do we have a future? Why do this trailer proposal? 
and and he just says that he just wanted to solidify basically he just wanted to solidify his commitment and all that but and that at some point in the future hopefully in the near future he will be ready for marriage and the real proposal and i say this man is never going to marry her it's not that i don't think that he doesn't love her that he doesn't want to be with her that he doesn't want to commit to her because i do think all of those things apply but i just think he is so scared of this commitment of marriage that he's just like i can't i can't do it i don't want to do it i'm scared to do it because every time i get married i get divorced so I think he's just really nervous about that. But the problem is, is that Kaylee really does want a marriage. I believe she does talk about wanting to have children. And I, I don't even think, I don't think they've even talked about children. I don't, at least from the perspective of watching the show, I don't think children's ever been brought up on the show. So if they have talked about that, great. But I do worry about the fact that this man is in his 40s, he already has children. Some are fairly grown children. I think he only has two, but he his children are already grown. Does he really want to have more children? I don't know, but I do f- worry that he's going to hold her back. And I think she deserves a lot better than what she's dealing with with this guy but we'll see how that turns out and again just to say from the jump we are now back in johannesburg they've left cape town and they're back home in in johannesburg so next swanky confronts Tubaba, and he confronts him about the fact that you know this fight between me and Annie, never heard from you. Why haven't I heard from you? And to Bob very clearly, and yet I also agreed with him 100%. He says that he chose to stay out of it. He didn't want to be a part of it. At the end of the day, yes, Winky is his friend, but Annie's his wife. So there's even... I think Swanky is better off with the fact that this man has chosen to stay out of it because I don't, he then probably would have been fighting with Tubaba as well. Because what do you think is going to happen? I think anyone with a brain cell can understand that, well, he's going to side with Annie and he's going, he may not come at you with the same, with the same energy. But he's going to side with her. He's going to support her in her choices and her decisions. Whether or not he agrees with with what started it, depending on what story you believe. But he is going to support her and stand by her. That's what you do. That's what you do. So I... I am very, in this moment, I was very confused as to what exactly Swanky wanted out of Tubaba because he wasn't going to get that. But next, we're with Siba and Andalay. She goes to talk to him. And he has decided that he does not want to restart the relationship. And you can clearly tell she's maybe confused. She's probably a little bit upset because at the end of the day, this is kind of something that he's brought up. And I think they both have talked and maybe this has come up organically between the two of them. However, you have like this thought of, well, you know, maybe something is going to happen here. And then he just kind of pulls the rug up from underneath you. So I felt for her in that moment. And in the moment that he is telling her this, he brings up Rosette. 
And I kind of remember her saying, and you're also thinking in the moment, Andalay, now is not the time. Now is not the time to be talking about your ex in the sense that you may want to try something with her while you're telling Sieben, no, I'm good. Like, men really don't think before they talk. <laughs> they really don't. Um, but then next we're with the girls and they're going to Nadia's sound check. All goes well. And after the fact, Pantanas talks to Nadia. And I guess she's asking, like, you know, you're friends with Diamond as well. You know, she tells her about this whole situation with this potential girlfriend and what Diamond told her. And Nadia says he does have a girlfriend. Like, you can tell, obviously. It's everywhere, is what she's kind of saying. And Fantana basically says, oh, well. That's basically what she says. She says, oh, well, not my problem. Like I said before, not my problem. That's basically where she's going with this. And I really hope that his girlfriend has watched this and leaves his ass. And I hope that she also comes for Fantana a little bit because I think Fantana needs a lesson and don't trifle in people's shit. Stay in your lane. In your lane, you're on a completely different street. You should be on a completely different street than what Diamond's on. So, but... Yeah. (laughs) That's basically... And on that conversation. And then Annie confronts Connie and Nadia about like their friendship and how things have been kind of going on. I think kind of Connie and that kind of maybe fix itself a little bit if really Nadia, she's kind of done with it. But I actually did rewatch the first few minutes of the last episode. And um, the first, yeah, so the first few minutes of the last episode, um, Annie dipped. Annie was not there. I think she ended up leaving. Maybe she didn't like how things are going. I don't know. Or maybe she had to leave. I can't remember. But there's not really much more to say about that at this point in time. But what I did say in the previous recording was that, you know, I think these girls take such offense to Annie not coming to them and talking to them about things that's going on. But in the same breath, I think they have to have a little bit of grace with her because she is probably dealing with some trust issues and she feels like she needs to deal with that on her own. And eventually she will come back around and be like, okay, I'm good now. Like you have to let her go through that process on her own. If that's what she wants to do. So then Zari brings up Diamond and this whole situation between Diamond and Fantana. And these women go off on each other. And I said, both of them are jealous. And The thing that I also mentioned that I will mention again is that you have these two women that basically both say, you know, dominate shit in a sense, but at the same time contradict themselves. So you have Fantana on one end who basically says, I'm not looking for a relationship. This is meant to be fun and I'm going to have fun, but dominate shit. But in the same sense, you're getting jealous and you're getting into fights with his baby mom. For what reason? That's what's confusing. And then you have Zari on the other side, who, yes, has had a relationship with this man, who, yes, has children with this man. 
but you have ended your relationship because you found out about cheating. And then you do, we do find out whether it's truth or not or whatever. It doesn't really matter. I don't, I don't care because that doesn't, that doesn't change anything here. But yes, you find out that maybe she wants to have another child with him. That's their business. But that they're not together. And she's moved or has moved on, whatever. But yet she is also still jealous. Whether it's jealous of the fact that that's going to take away from her, I don't I don't know because they are friends. They are close. Like I said, there is a weird dynamic between them. But maybe she's concerned about that. Maybe she does want to get have him back. I don't know what's going on here. But I'm just like, this man ain't shit. Which brings me to my segue into what I said in the previous recording that I do want to bring back here is I don't understand why these two women are fighting over this man. He is not all that. I did mention (laughs) that I will fight a bitch for Idris Elba and I would expect a bitch to fight somebody. I I get that because he's worth it. (laughs) And if anyone disagrees with me, you need to reevaluate. <laughs> but even then, no man is worth fighting another woman. They're just not. I don't care who he is. He's not worth it. But the thing is, is that this man isn't worth it. Diamond's not an ugly guy, but at the same time, it's like you can do so much better. In my mind, when I see him, he just reminds me of a pep squeak of a man. And I'm thinking, this man ain't shit at all. I don't understand why people like these two women are just fighting each other over him. He's not worth it. Like, thank the man and say peace. Like, I'm done. We're done. I I don't get it. But anyway, that is the end of episode eight. We're going to take a quick break and jump into the last episode, episode nine. Okay, so we are back. We're going to jump right into Season 2, Episode 9, the final episode of Season 2, Trials and Tribulations. So we go right back into this fight between Fantana and Sari. And my God, this girl, Fantana, for fuck's sakes, she, listen, if you can't handle the heat and the shit that you've said, or better yet, if you're going to come for somebody, make sure you come for somebody in a way that you have legit facts about. And then number two, you actually come at them and not bring in their wealth, how they dress, or their age. This bitch lost brownie points with me after this because how very fucking dare you. Okay. Zari's not one of my favorites on the season, but she's not one of the ones I dislike. So she's in this weird middle place for me. But she does come for her, like the fact that she's like wealthy, even though this woman is a billionaire, she says. Then she comes for how she dresses and how she looks, basically saying that she dresses like an old woman, I guess. I don't I really know, but I'm like, okay, try again. And then she comes for her age and basically calls her a cougar. I don't know how old Zari is. Like you can clearly tell she's a little older, but I don't know how old Zari is. But she looks phenomenal. I would be shocked if she's older than in her 30s, honestly. So I'm confused by why you're calling her a cougar. 
<laughs> and yeah, so she calls her a cougar and then says, you have two kids with him and yet you couldn't keep him. So it was in this moment that I said, shut your fucking mouth, bitch. Like I got mad because I would have lost my mind if she said that something like that to me. But I said, shut your fucking mouth because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He literally admitted in the previous season that he cheated on Zari with another woman when he was in Tanzania. He literally admitted that. So you're trying to tell me he can't keep... No, Zari kicked his ass to the curb and said, get the fuck out. We're done. I think she lost some baggage is what I think she did. Okay. But if you're going to go after a woman and say, oh, because he cheated on you, it's now your fault. Listen, here's what it will say. You don't blame the person who's been cheated on and say it's your fault. Now, in a sense of do you do you maybe play a role depending? Maybe. But it depends on the situation. Depends on what's going on in the relationship. But if all shit is going well and you still cheat, like men don't need a reason. Shit can still go good and they'll still cheat on you. Okay? But even if shit isn't going well, even if something is lacking, you don't cheat on your partner. You go and you talk to your partner. Like, my God, does no one know how to communicate anymore? Like, that's my thing. So we're going to go from the stance of no, from what we can already see of Diamond, Diamond's a man whore, which I have said in a previous episode. He is a man whore. So with that being said, because this man is a man whore, we're going to say that he probably cheated on Zari because God forbid he can't get his, no, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) God forbid that he can't get any. We'll we'll say say that. (laughs) You know, when I do eventually get a Patreon, guys, (laughs) we'll go off a little more, but we're not there yet. But God forbid this man can't have a woman in his bed every night when he wants it because in the time he lived in Tanzania, that's where his career mainly was. That's why he lived in Tanzania versus living living in South Africa. And um, he decided to cheat on her. He didn't cheat because something was wrong in their relationship. He never once said that anything went wrong in the relationship. He said he loves the hell out of Zari. At one point regretted his decision to cheat. So he says, so he says, like, I don't know how truthful that is, but he, he just did it. I don't believe there's any rhyme or reason to why he did it. So for Fantana to come in like a Johnny come lately, and I don't know if that's more of a Jamaican term. But nonetheless, Johnny come lately, come in here and puts her two cents in to the reason why their relationship didn't work out. Also, you think the fact that they've had two children together, that keeps a man? Honey, I think you need to let your brain mature up some more because you clearly have some more growing up to do. You're not there yet. You're not even close. You are light years away, ma'am. Because I got so angry with her in that moment. I'm like, who are you? So in this moment, Nadia says, enough. You two women probably would get along with each other. If it wasn't for Diamond being in the middle. And she says, this is 
Diamond's fault. Diamond is the reason why you two are not getting along. Diamond's the problem. Diamond needs to be dealt with. These young African, and she's, I think it was either her or Connie, but one of them says, young African women should not be fighting like this over a black man, other over a man in general, whether it's black, white, yellow, green, doesn't matter. <laughs> you shouldn't be fighting over this man. This is not how we should be conducting ourselves. And I 100% agree. And I'm just African women, but black women in general should not be attacking each other the way that we do sometimes over a man. And I'll even broaden it more. No women should be fighting each other over a man. I'm not going to fight you. You want him, here he is. Because clearly I wasn't good enough. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not one to fight. Especially as I've gotten older. Maybe when I was younger I might have, depending on the situation. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, I'm, I, I'd rather just X you out of my life. And I'm content with that. But I'm damn well not going to fight you over a man. No. But, and I wouldn't even say that Zari is fighting. I think she is coming at Fantana because she's been attacked by Fantana. But Fantana wants to take this. And again, neither person's innocent in this. But I feel like none of this would be happening if Fantana didn't say what she said in the beginning about the children, the having a child situation. But Connie ends up saying, listen, we're going to have a round table moment with Diamond. Enough's enough. Diamond needs to be dealt with. Diamond is causing problems in this friendship group. Enough. So I said, yes, Connie. Let's do this. Like, literally, in Shania Twain fashion, let's go, girls. Because this is enough. I I can't stand him. Cannot stand him. I don't get it. But at the end of, end of the day, Finn Hannah, she's all about Diamond. She doesn't like Zari. And I'm just like, well... All right. We kind of see that apparently Naked might now be ready to marry Kaylee. What, a week after your trailer proposal? Like, don't you usually get the trailer, like the sneak peek trailer, like a couple months before the actual movie? You waited a whole week. (laughs) He's so confusing. (laughs) But anyway. So. We have Swanky, we have Connie, we have Fantana, we have Zari, and we have Diamonds. Let's go. So, they're all here, obviously, to hash shit out. Let's hash it out. So right off the bat, we have Connie and Nadia speaking to each other before the rest of the group comes. And... Connie basically says to Fantana, what do you want from Zari? Because Fantana says that I hate two sides of people. She doesn't like that. Like Zari says something, but then acts like she doesn't say it. That is not true. The one thing that I will say about Zari is that if you confront her and say, did you say X, Y, and Z? She says, yeah, I said X, Y, and Z. But she, what she might say is, oh, I didn't mean it like that. But she says X, Y, and I said it. So I don't, and the thing is, it's like, again, Fantana, you're coming at her. You came at her. You did. And my thing is, is what are you, what are you saying here? Are you saying that 
you don't like that she said what she said to Diamond about having children and they're pretending she didn't say that. Honey, she owes you jack shit. She doesn't owe you anything. Nothing. But anyway. So then Sari comes looking like a million bucks. She looks incredible. And she says like she doesn't want to fight Fantana anymore, which is why she brought Swanky. So Swanky can kind of be this person in the the in-between person here because he is friends with both of them. And Swanky looks amazing too. But anyway, so this is what's happening. And she says like, I need to find out of what Fantana said to me if that is coming from Fantana or if that's coming from Diamond. Because at the end of the day, it's never really been confirmed if Sari says she wanted to have more children with him. However, in the moment she's saying, it kind of comes off as she didn't actually say this to him. So where is this coming from? So, and at the end of the day, I don't trust Diamond. So I'm going to say probably it's not true, but who knows? So yeah, this is kind of where we're at. So Zari to Swanky is telling, it's filling him in. Cause again, guys, he wasn't there. So he didn't see what happened. So she's, she's telling him what was said, what happened. And apparently now I probably missed this. Full disclosure. I rewatched. <laughs> There's parts I had to rewatch because I needed that refresher. So I rewatched. He apparently told Fantana that Zari is obsessed with him. Now, Zari denies. I don't, I think she is maybe obsessed with him to a degree. But that is not because that he is he he is also obsessed with her. They like I've said a million times already. I'm gonna say it again. There's a weird dynamic between these two people. So I think they are obsessed with each other. Now that aside, honey, you're not Mariah Carey. You can't be out here being like, why are you so obsessed with me? None of that. Don't start shit. But that's what he's doing. He is starting shit so that these two women fight. He's so, he's so gross to me. But anyway, so then every, like the, everyone except Diamond, they're all at the table or talking and trying to get them to kind of be like, could there some unresolved issues here between the two of you? You know, maybe that needs to be dealt with. And Fantana, like a little child, is just basically saying, I don't fuck with her. She's not a human to me. She's a witch. And Zari's just like, well, um, I need to get on my broomstick and fly away. That is basically what she's saying. And they're kind of, she's like, fuck you. And she's, Zari's like, fuck you. And it's just, it's so childish between these two women and it's all because of diamond and then diamond shows up he has no clue as to what he's coming into he sees he sees everyone there and he's not expecting to see everybody there i don't know who he was expecting but he was expecting everybody there and he's completely clueless he's just like because Swanky's like, you know, we're here because of you. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm happy to see you guys. No, Diamond is not why they're here. So Swanky fills him in as to what's been going on between Zari and Fantana. And I was going to say, this whole situation between these two women, it's so fucked up that I lost brain cells. So... So 
Swanky says, like, we're trying to address the rumors that is going on between Diamond and Zari and Diamond and Fantana, whatever. So we're all like, what rumors? (laughs) There's not really rumors per se, but Fantana says, what rumors? You mean the rumors that you guys started? No one was talking about you, Fantana. Ain't no one talking about you. The only person who's talking is you. No one else is talking. So Zari basically, kind of a little bit under her breath, says, you're kind of switching up. And Fantana says, speak up because I can't hear you. So Zari then starts to speak up because then you can hear her. And Fantana is just talking over her, basically saying, bitch, speak up. I can't hear you. She's not speaking up. She's going to talk. She needs to speak up. And Connie kind of says, like, tries to, like, like, touches her and says, calm down. Like, tries to tell her to calm down. And, and Fantana says, don't fucking touch me. So now you're mad at Connie. Okay. So she says, don't fucking touch me. Um, if she's going to speak up, if she's going to talk, then she needs to speak the fuck up. Why are you so fucking volatile over a man who isn't worth anybody's time? I'm so confused. Like I've been saying. But meanwhile, Zari's just sitting there. She hasn't even raised her voice. She hasn't even said shit. Even in the fight at the sound check. This girl never rolls her voice. She's just cool, calm, and collected and saying, I'm not fucking doing this shit. Like, you're not worth it to me. Meanwhile, Fantana's losing her fucking mind. So then Fantana decides, kind of in her mo- in, the, in the moment, she says, I realize at this moment that I want to go home because I am fighting with older people who are like my aunties and uncles and that she just wants to go home bitch here's the problem you started this you want to act like you're fighting with your aunties and uncles you want to be a bitch and say that shit fine but you started this so then don't start something that you're not willing to finish that's little kid shit don't start something that you don't want to finish so then Zari says, listen, my only problem here is that you two are trying to start something. Fine, cool, do you, because I'm doing me. That's fine. But then why is my name being brought up in your in your shit? Why, why in the moment that you're trying to like, well, let's be very real, seconds before he tries to fuck her, he's bringing up his ex. Why? That's basically what she's saying is why am I being brought up? And she says, like, you, I'm basically being told by Fantana that you're talking shit about me to an extent that it's going to make me have a stroke. It's basically, I didn't remember the stroke comment, but apparently I, I remember now she <laughs> says that she, like, I'll give you a stroke of the things that he's been saying. First of all, I don't know what, maybe y'all had pillow talk after and you are saying all this shit. Because in the moment, there's really nothing he said besides that. And that's the only thing. So she's like, I want to know what you've been saying. And in the moment, you kind of see Diamond hang his head down. And he's you can tell he's like, I've been got. This bitch is talking to my ex. And I've been got. But at the same time, he's going to deny, 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 deny. Because that's all he's fucking good for. He's never going to tell you what you want to know. He is just going to deny, 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 deny. That's it. So Diamond then says, like, he feels like he's been put in an awkward situation because he's like, listen, I have children with her, with Zari. I have children with her. I can't be speaking disrespectfully about her to someone else that I might have a thing with. That's not me, he says. Now, in his defense, from what we've seen, 
Again, we don't know what conversations they might have had after when the cameras weren't there. But what we've seen, he wasn't necessarily talking shit. He's just talking shit that he shouldn't be saying if true. That's it. Whether it's true or not, and I don't know where I stand, but whether it's true or not, you don't say those things. It's not for you to say, but he's not necessarily quote unquote talking shit about her. So, um, so he's saying this, like, that's the mother of my child. I have respect for children. I have respect for her. He, he says that, yeah, this is the mother of my child. And that's a woman that I have, pause, 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 something with. It's basically what he says. Like, he doesn't respect you, Fantana. So why are you fighting with this guy? He's literally talking about whether or not you're a squirter when you're supposed to be doing some music shit. And then you fuck him days later. Potentially. We don't know for sure. But we're going to assume that you fucked him days later. Not even days later. Probably a day or two later. He doesn't fucking respect you. And he's not going to take your side. He's going to take this mother, the mother of his children's side. But that really, he never really does say I'm taking her side. But in so many words, he does. And meanwhile, Fantana, you're sitting there looking like a fool. You've been played by this man. After you were literally told by Lewis, don't be known as a side chick. And that's exactly what you did. That's exactly how it turned out. So with all of this said, like he's pretty much denying that he said anything badly about Zari, whether that's true or not, we're going to say again, we're not going to fully know the truth because I'm sure there are things that were said off camera, but you kind of see that Fantana gets this weird look on her face, like, boy, you're really going to lie kind of thing. And like, I do think something was said. I don't deny that Fantana was told shit. What I don't think she should have been doing is taking that shit for face value. That's a problem that she's that she has. She's taking his shit for face value. He's going to tell you anything he wants to tell you. And he doesn't even fucking know you. This is the thing. At the point that you guys went, you went to his house, you knew each other for what, a week? At the, if that... He doesn't fucking know you. So why would he talk all this shit about his mother of his children when he doesn't know you? It's just, it that part of it too does not, I can't wrap my mind around that either. However, I wouldn't also on the other hand be surprised that maybe he would because he's an idiot. So, like, so she... Basically says, listen, all the things that you told me at your house, why not you just, why can't you just tell her? And he's like, not, I'm not telling her anything. There's nothing to tell her, basically is what he's trying to say. He's like, I'm not going to disrespect her that way. And she says, respect, respect. It's all about respect. Everyone gets respect. No, they don't. (laughs) You don't just get respect, you earn respect. But anyway, We'll fast that. So then she she says that she feels that maybe the reason why Diamond is saying what he is saying in the, in this moment, she to justify it in her head by saying he's only saying it to make her feel better. No, you dumb dumb. He's not saying it to make her feel better. He's doing it to keep the peace because guess what happens? And I'm not saying it's necessarily right, but this is what would happen. You think for a hot second that he's going to disrespect his mother of his children, piss her off, and potentially risk the fact that he doesn't get to see his children for maybe a time? You must be mad. She just wants to leave. She's gonna go. She's gonna get a to-go box, and she's she's gonna she's gonna leave. So, Connie says, "Listen, before you go, 
we all get into shit. But what we don't do is we don't leave. The fights are loud, but stay here and fight. And, you know, squash the shit at the end of the day. But she doesn't want to hear it. She just wants to leave. And, like, she doesn't care. This, this, this person is an immature person. She doesn't want to be here. Then let her leave. Let her go. She don't need to be here. So, Connie then says to her, Fantana, you need to... You need to apologize to her. Sorry, you need to apologize to Fantana. And Fantana basically says, I would rather die than apologize to a fake ass bitch. And then Diamond, Diamond's head, like when he, when she said that, without actually saying anything, but he like snapped his head into her direction being like, the fuck? But at the same time, it's like, you don't really know what's going on and what expression he has because he's wearing sunglasses the entire time. So you really don't know what he's saying, even if he's not saying anything. So then he dips and says, I don't want to be a part of this no more. I shouldn't have to work things out the way that they all want me to work it out. And then he says he has a platinum way of working things out. What's the platinum way of working things out? Your dick, because I don't know what else you have to really offer any of these women. This man's a waste of space. And yeah, <laughs> I I don't under again, I'm gonna keep saying I don't understand why these two women are fighting over this man. But that's the end of that conversation at this point. There's nothing else really going on here. So then we're with Chubaba and Annie, and he tells her what happened to a Swanky and what Swanky said to him about him not like talking to him or showing up for him. And Annie's not really happy about this because, again, like us, and I have to kind of agree with her on this, is what do you expect him to do? <laughs> like, he's going to be on my side. Like, I don't. Not even so much sides, but that he just he's going to support me and not you. So I yeah, but there's not much else really there. And then Angela and Swanky are together. And Angela shows you know, and Angela is a little therapist, but Angela shows Swanky a video from Annie's wedding. And and it's the part of, again, they show kind of the clips that they showed from the previous season. And you see Swanky is kind of making, he's making a speech for, for Annie and, and to Baba. And it was so emotional. And Andalee is kind of in this moment being like, well, how does this make you feel? And you see the breaks. You see the breaks where you can kind of see, okay, this is definitely making an impact on him. Even if this may have done something. Swanky still says that he doesn't want Annie in his life. So next then we're with Kaylee and Naked and they're going for dinner. He decides he's going to do a very romantic thing for her. And he ends up asking her officially to move in with him. And of course she says yes. And that's a huge step. That's Because again, like we said, they, they didn't live with each other despite the fact that she's maybe always there. They actually don't live together. So now he's asking her to officially move in. And I think that's a huge step. So. Andale, our therapist, he arranges a meeting between Annie and Swanky. There is a lot of fighting between these two people. There's some hitting below the belts between these two people. 
And Andale is kind of at this point of, oh God, like, what have I got myself into? I'm just going to leave. And then they finally start making some headway. She takes responsibility for saying what she said when she thought Swanky was on the phone. She's finally admitting it. And she says that she was going through a lot of time. And that's no excuse, but maybe it's just, maybe, I don't know. She just made a decision, a rash decision. I didn't think that through. And I said that I think they are finally on the right path. Swanky does say like in his, in the moment that they're maybe not going to fully be back to where they were, which I think at some point with time and healing, they can get back there. But he says that he's happy with where they're at and that he's comfortable with that. So you're really happy in this moment. So I did say in a previous episode that I would talk about what I thought happened. This is what I think happened. I think it's a little bit of everything here. I think in so many ways, we kind of were saying that they're both having two different stories here. They actually didn't have two different stories. They had the same story. It was just that their versions may have been a little skewed, but they both had the same story. So this is what I think happened. I think that yes, Swanky and Annie decided they wanted to do this event for the show. And they were planning this. And I think for whatever reason, and I don't know what the reason is, and I don't know if we ever will know the reason, but for whatever reason, Annie decided that she didn't want to do this with Swanky anymore. And she went behind his back, or so she thought, and called their manager and said that, you know, I want to talk to you about this event. And without even thinking about it, the manager thought, oh, I have Swanky on the other line. Let me just piece them in together. And then here comes Annie saying what she said about doing this on her own without Swanky. And obviously Swanky heard this. So I think that that is true. And then I think that along the way, Swanky somehow managed to do this event without Annie. And I think he did go to Annie and say, listen, I don't think we should do this event anymore. I'm I'm willing to bow out of this now. I think like, you know, it's too much or something. I don't know. Found a way to get out of it with her in front of her. And then in Tutu's, he's doing this event by himself. So I think that's exactly what happened. And I think they've, they hurt each other. And yeah. So yeah, I think that's how this went down. It's unfortunate, but I think this is, this is the story that happened personally. So next, Zari drops the kids off with Diamond. And Zari talks to Diamond about what happened. And she does talk to him about the fact that, you know, this whole Mott's another baby situation. And of course, deny, deny, deny. But then how else would Fantana have known this? If you didn't tell her, you told her. So own up to the fact that you opened your big mouth and you told her. And, you know, at the end of the day, Zari caught you in in a lie. And I actually wrote, this man is a liar, liars and caps. (laughs) But Zari decides that she's going to let it slide. And I said, um, don't let it slide. He doesn't deserve to let it slide. But at the same time, what else is she supposed to do? She has fa- He has fathered her children. What else is she supposed to do? But, you know, 
to let it slide, I guess, to keep the peace and um, make sure that these children have both of their parents in their lives. So, um, so then Diamond, he's leaving. And actually, she dropped the kids off, I think, the same day he was going to be leaving. Like he's going to be leaving later on in the day, but he's leaving. And he meets up with Fantana before he leaves. And I think she, I think they actually met at the uh, private jet and she kisses him goodbye. And my girl actually says, love you. I can't. I can't. So where did the turn happen? When did it turn to, I just want to fuck around and have fun, you loving him? He doesn't deserve that. And at the end of the day, he's cheating on his girlfriend with you. Or he's too plain, too timing. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. He's fucking around. He's got girlfriends in different countries. He's got the girlfriend in Tanzania. He has the girlfriend in Ghana. And he has the baby mama in South Africa. Like, this is just bullshit. <laughs> but that is the end of season two, episode nine, end of season two altogether. This is a great season full of drama. It's a great show. I highly recommend it if you haven't watched it. Um, I think it's definitely one that should be that that that, that should be watched. I I fully believe that. But if you liked what you heard, please share us with everyone in your life. Share the gift of reality tea times two with everyone. If you like us as well, you can rate us and you can also Leave reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you are listening on a different app, you can make sure you follow and subscribe, depending on your podcast app's language. Please do so so that you do not miss a single episode. If you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Reality Tea Times Two. You can direct message us on those on those accounts. Uh, if you prefer to send us an email, you can send it to realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. You can also visit our website. On the website, again, this is a beginner starter website that you can listen to all of the episodes on. You also get access to the links to our Facebook page, Instagram page, as well as YouTube. You get those the access to those things. And again, if you are an avid YouTube user and prefer to be on YouTube, you can listen to our podcast on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. All of the information for all of those things will be in our show notes. So that's it for now. Thank you guys 